I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's the January sales, but should you be rushing down to your bank for a bargain? Corporate bonds, gilts or neither? Have bonds now fallen out of favour? And will you be saving with Metro Bank or Virgin Bank later this year? We look at the new entrance to the savings market. All this to come in this week's FT Money Show. I'm Matthew Vincent and I'll be giving you the lowdown on all of these money matters in downloadable form with my colleagues from FT Money, Tanya Poli. Hi. Ellen Kelleher. Hello. And Steve Lodge. Hello. It seems all our studio guests are still stuck in the snow. So let's start then with the money news. This week, the January sales began at the High Street Banks, with a number launching special New Year discounts on mortgages in an attempt to lure bargain-hunting customers through their doors. HSBC has launched a two-year tracker with a discount of 1.65 percentage points on its standard variable rate. Leeds Building Society is offering borrowers the chance to save more than £1,000 on mortgage and valuation fees. And Halifax's rewards will knock 0.2 to 0.4 percentage points off your mortgage rate. But, uh, Tanya, are these bargains any better than the cheap sofas now being flogged uh, at every furniture store in town? (laughs) I think it's important to actually look at each deal separately. And actually, you need to look quite close to the terms and conditions involved in the January sale deal, as they're being kind of termed. Um, Obviously, the HSBC deal, a lot of brokers have said that's actually quite an attractive rate at the moment. It's um, a two-year discount. So it's actually um, with a pay rate of 2.29%, which is a very good rate in the current climate. That's very competitive, isn't it? Yes, it is, actually, in a current climate. Um, the important thing to note with the, the HSBC discount mortgage is um, rather than actually being associated with the bank rate, it's actually tied to the bank's SVR, which at 3.94%, it's not too bad. It's kind of probably an average SVR rate at the moment. But borrowers need to bear in mind that banks are able to actually raise their SVR um, at their own discretion. It doesn't have to be linked with the base rate. They can just decide to do it whenever they want to. So that could then look, you know, that could actually increase the rate in the coming months or coming years. So even though the Bank of England held base rates at 0.5% again this week, mm-hmm. we could see SVRs going up. In fact, have we uh, have we seen that recently? Yes, we've seen that with a number of um, small building societies. Um, the Marsden Building Society actually increased their um, SVR from... 4.49% to 5.95% this week. Um, we've also seen Mansfield Building Society also increase their rates up to 5.59%. Um, it's important to note that it's mostly the smaller building societies actually doing this, and the larger banks are probably less likely to. Um, so that could mean that HSBC will be okay. But it's also 
a worthwhile point to take note of. Okay, so the HSBC um, January sale bargain could be a good deal, assuming that it doesn't raise its SVR. What about the the Leeds and Halifax offers? I mean, they, they, they sound good at face value, but are they really that competitive? Well, this is where borrowers actually need to look closely at the rates being offered. I mean, it might be interesting to see in all the kind of discounts that are being offered, like with Leeds, obviously, you could have savings of up to £1,000 um, because they're saying that they will avoid the um, £800 completion fee and give you kind of a free valuation fee. But actually, their rates don't seem to be that competitive. I mean, their three-year fixed rate is about 4.99% like from, from that point onwards. And there are rates, actually, that are a bit more competitive out there at the moment from other lenders. So you save, uh, what, roughly £1,300 on, yep. the, on the completion fee and you get a free valuation. Yes. But £1,300, if you've got a sizable mortgage, um, that saving is going to be outweighed by the extra interest you pay on this 4.49 mortgage rate. That's where you need to actually look at the monthly payments over the three years and then compare it to the other rates available and whether these actual discounts actually make much difference at all. Exactly. And just turning to the Halifax's rewards scheme, mm-hmm. uh, th- this seems to cover a whole range of different products. I think they they offer you a, uh, a small 0.2 percentage point increase on certain savings rates. But this uh, can also benefit mortgage borrowers as well. Is that right? That's true. Um, they're basically saying that rates will be discounted by between 0.2% and 0.4% on a range of their mortgage deals. And while this will obviously make their deals more competitive than obviously to non-Halifax customers, it's also important, again, to compare rates across the board, make sure they're actually as competitive as they could be for you. Exactly. Uh, go and do your homework before you do your shopping, I think, is the message there. Mm-hmm. Thanks very much for that, Tanya. And uh, for more details on the latest mortgage uh, deals and whether they're any good, you can read Tanya's article in FT Money with this weekend's FT and online at ft.com forward slash money. Still to come on the show, the Abbey is disappearing, but new banks are launching. We preview the changes on your high street. First, though, bonds. In 2009, corporate bond funds were the flavour of the month. In fact, they were the most popular fund choice for UK private investors for 10 consecutive months until September. But by November, they had fallen to only the 29th most popular out of 34 fund sectors. Sentiment is also turning against government bonds or gilts, as the Bank of England's programme of buying gilts, or quantitative easing, comes to an end. It was held at £200 billion worth of uh, gilt buying uh, this very week. And concerns are mounting about government debt. So, Ellen, taking all of these factors together, is it time to get out of bonds? Uh, A lot of advisors would say yes, definitely. I mean, there's considerable fear about the debt markets right now. Um, And I think when you analyze the debt markets, you should focus first on government bonds because those are really the drivers. And what's happening in the corporate bond markets is you're seeing the knock-on effects of what's happening in government bonds having an effect on corporate bond yields and demand um, and the fear is sort of spreading in that direction. Um, But the real uh, problem with government bonds right now is it's just the classic nomad problem of supply and demand. There's an oversupply with the government expected to issue 500 billion pounds in debt over the next three years. And 
you know, there is some concern that the quantitative easing program could come to an end, and that effectively would mean that the government would stop buying back debt. question is, well, then who would uh, rush in to fill the void and buy the debt that is being issued? That's a very good question, because uh, if there is going to be this massive oversupply, and gilts are the way in which the government is going to borrow all of this money that it needs, but at the same time, the Bank of England isn't going to be providing the demand by buying up gilts for quantitative easing, this is going to lead to prices falling. It must do, mustn't it? Yes, yes. There, uh, and that would mean that uh, yields would rise higher because the relationship between prices and yields on bonds are inversely related. I think investors lost some confidence in um, government debt. And you see this in other countries. You know, what's happening, S&P has downgraded the debt Greece, uh, Dubai um, has been called into question by uh, investors. And whether this feeling of, of, of incredible doubt in government debt could spread to the UK, is um, it's a big question. And uh, it, it's I think that's what's driving money out away from gilts at the moment. Yes, now would not seem like a good time to buy into, uh, into government bonds, certainly. What about corporate bonds? We've seen this tremendous rally last year in corporate bonds um, as private investors and institutional investors all piled in thinking that prices were too low. Prices have since risen. Yields have fallen as a result. Is this rally now at an end, do you think? I think the general consensus is that interest in corporate bonds is waning, even though conditions in the corporate debt markets are actually fairly favorable. You're seeing uh, fewer defaults by companies. The economy is improving slightly. You'll see issuance improve and uh, and just conditions improving in general in the corporate bond market. But it's again, it's a fear factor. You know, why should you put your money into corporate bonds when conditions are better in commercial property at the moment? You know, you see a lot of in- income investors are just switching money into commercial property funds because they're getting better yields on those funds. So time to certainly review your bond fund holdings and uh, uh, make sure that you're you're happy that you're not overexposed to either gilts or corporate bonds. Alan, uh, thank you very much indeed uh, for that. And for more on the prospects uh, for bond funds in 2010 uh, and some recommendations for funds that might be worth sticking with, you can read Ellen's article in FT Money this weekend and on our website ft.com forward slash money. And finally today, new banks. From Monday, the Abbey and Bradford and Bingley brands will disappear from the high street with 1,000 branches taking on the name of their Spanish parent, Santander. But at the same time, the new Metro Bank is preparing to open its first branch, and speculation is rife that Virgin, National Australia Bank, and Itao Unibanco of Brazil will take stakes in UK banks or be awarded banking licences of their own. So, Steve, what will this mean for competition for our hard-earned cash on the high street? Well, Matthew, as we've talked about before, there's already a lot of competition for cash savings. Obviously, it's harder to get a mortgage and harder to get credit sometimes, or has been since the credit crunch, that being the point of the credit crunch. Um, Although there are signs that that's easing up now. Now, specifically, you mentioned the the rebranding of Abbey and Bradford and Bingley as Santander. And that that rebranding will be extended to Alliance and Leicester from the summer. So you will have 1,000 branches, previously Abbey and Bradford and Bingley, 
all becoming Santander over the next few weeks. Um, and then later in the year, all the existing Alliance and Leicester ones will become Santander. Now, it's bringing together also product ranges as well, new products and so on. So there will be less diversity of new products and there will be some changes, but not not wholly changes, not, not wholescale changes to existing products. So there will be a bit of a decline in competition from that one-size-fits-all Santander approach. Um, but as you rightly say, offsetting that, we've got the likes of Metro Bank coming in under this this is a ghastly American imported catch line of love your bank um, that promises to be service oriented and have dog friendly branches, whatever they may be. And, and even, I think, a magic money machine. It all sounds a bit gimmicky. Um, for listeners who are not familiar with Metro Bank, uh, who are they exactly? Um, it exists in the US, although I think this, the, the corporate structure over here is slightly different, but it's the same sort of principle. It's service or in, it, it, it's, its ethos is about service oriented, hence love your bank rather than hate your bank, which is, of course, what most listeners like to do. Um, it will be open seven days a week, have longer opening hours, but specifically it says it will, it doesn't expect to be top of the best buy table, so it won't necessarily appeal to those who are really focused on rates and rather less interested in their branch being dog friendly or open at no, midnight. Not, not a great deal of use, um, you, you would think. Um, what about the other? possible entrance. Virgin is, is, is sort of tipped as a, a brand that's going to come into banking. Yes. I mean, I think analysts out there are saying Virgin, which has been in and out over the years, of course, and as we know, the whole Richard Branson sort of aggressive marketing approach and aim to give better consumer value, um, we can expect to see them come into banking proper, i.e. offer have branches and have current accounts and offer the full range of products through, you know, the full range of channels. Um, yes, many analysts think they will be the most aggressive on rates and they've been touted as a possible buyer of Northern Rock's branch network, for example, um, as a fast track to getting a banking license. But indeed, they may just launch standalone. And, you know, within all this as well, we haven't mentioned building societies yet. There's a, there's a planned takeover of the um, Chelsea Building Society by Yorkshire at the moment, and who knows? I mean, maybe maybe Virgin would take over a building society. There could be a lot of change uh, to come. Thanks for that, uh, Stephen. If you'd like to know how high street banking will change this year and what it means uh, for your savings, uh, you can read Steve's article in FT Money inside this weekend's FT. All that remains for me to do is to uh, wish our listeners a happy and prosperous New Year and to quickly ask my colleagues, though, about their own New Year's resolutions. Um, Steve, you're a man of resolve. Uh, uh, how will you be improving your finances in 2010? Well, Matthew, as you know, I like to be contrary. So last year, you'll recall that I was against the concept of paying down debt, not least because my mortgage was only 0.04%. So I was taking all that money that everyone else was using to pay down their mortgage and putting it in savings accounts and making an arbitrage. This year, sadly, my mortgage deals come to an end, so I'm now paying 3% on my mortgage. So exactly, this is a real financial scandal. So I find it very difficult now to get a better rate by keeping my money in savings accounts. And I think this is a sort of phenomenon that will affect more and more people. More of the people who were on those cheap mortgage rates are coming off them now and are going to find it increasingly hard to get a better return elsewhere. So actually, I'm back to the conventional wisdom. I, I know it's hard, difficult to believe, but I have become conventional in 2010. It had to happen at some stage. And uh, Tanya, are you worried about savings arbitrage? Have you got other <laughs> other concerns? <laughs> I'm not worried about that yet, but um, my plan this year is to sort out a pension. 
very good, very um, good advice. Yeah, I did actually have a pension with my first employer, but I've not really taken it up again since I've moved to other jobs. But I'm going to sort that out this year. It's never too soon. And uh, finally, Ellen, your resolution? I'm going to try to save more, spend less. That's that's basically my angle. That's the way around to do it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Come on, Matthew, our, our maestro, you have to give us yours. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm torn in two directions. I'm trying to build up the biggest possible deposit I can get um, for, for, yeah. for a house, because I'm renting it at the moment. But at the same time, Mrs. Vincent wants to buy a car. Ah, so, you know, yes. the, the, the two don't sit comfortably uh, with each other, although we will be sitting comfortably in a new car, I expect, at some point. <laughs> yes. living, living comfortably in a new car, maybe. <laughs> Which will be our only... Yeah, our only possession. Exactly. Well, I think we'd better leave it there. Um, that's all for this week's uh, FT Money Show. Remember that you can get uh, weekday news updates on our website, ft.com forward slash money. And you can read and comment on our latest blog posts at ft.com forward slash money matters. We'll be back next week with another financial lowdown in downloadable form. But until then, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Steve, Ellen and Tanya. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.